Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, look, we got music. (laughs) (laughs) It's good music. It came with it. They can't copyright us, right? (laughs) So anyways... uh, Sorry, I'm done. <laughs> so, so we got new stuff. Yeah, we got new stuff. First off, well, welcome back. Thanks. It's uh, we, I, let's address the first misconception that this is my podcast and you're a guest. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I never meant for it to be this way, man. I knew that was a terrible. You know what the worst part about that is? is it, I think it mostly comes from the title, and I spit the title out. Yeah, the, the title was your. <laughs> it's idea, all my so. fault. But uh, but anyways, yeah, guys, we're back. Uh, another, we, we have no idea what episode this is. We're just having a good time. A few points from perfect. Yeah. And uh, we have upgraded. And <laughs> Somewhat. The, the irony of this is the conversation we're getting ready to have in this podcast. But we've upgraded some equipment. We're, we're starting off small. We're learning as we go. Hopefully, yeah. we're getting better. We've got a new soundboard. We have absolutely no idea how to use it. Yeah, I'm, I'm winging it. 100%. The, uh, but we've got some cool sound effects. Yeah, yeah, I can do the... <laughs> yeah, that's the most appropriate one. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we're we're getting this thing figured out. Everybody seems to be enjoying the podcast so far, and uh, uh, the other the the previous podcast, and including this one, we're now on all the major streaming services. Yes, we. Uh, well, I finally stopped dropping the ball on that one. And got that figured out. So, um, what uh, I, I mean for a guy like me that didn't really listen to a whole lot of podcasts, until I started making podcasts, which was probably not the best idea ever. Worked for you as uh, usual. You uh, what do you, you just go to podcast and search a few points from Perfect, and bam, we pull up. Yeah, uh, it's the good picture from um, when you guys came out to Pennsylvania. Yep, and we were in our uh, cool hats, standing and freezing our butts off. <laughs> that's that the show. picture. That's the picture because it's the only picture I had on my computer of you and I. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's kind of borderline so scary. The other thing too that you can do with um, with a podcast now is you can put like album art in. What is that? So when someone goes on their phone and they want to listen to the best podcast in the world and they can't find it, so they find ours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're really selling this thing, Jason. You're doing I'm, a good job. I'm here. a realist. Uh, they click on an episode, right? So maybe like episode four, I think, was Community, or episode three was uh, Logger Wades, right? So you you see this 
picture that's supposed to pertain to the episode, so like you would probably see expect to see a picture of Logger Wade or something like that. Right. But it's that picture. Because <laughs> <laughs> again, it's the only one I had. Oh my goodness. We'll get the hang of this maybe by episode hundred. That's a be our, that should be our new goal. <laughs> that's like our new goal. Professional podcasters <laughs> by episode hundred. Hey, you know what? This speaks volumes though, because we have no idea what we're doing. But we're still doing it, and somehow, some way, people we're having seem some, to like it. We're having some success at we've yeah. uh, in the short uh, history of this podcast. We've had some incredible guests already. We had uh, yeah. Watch West work was yeah. was, was awesome. Uh, we had uh, Tractor Time with Tim on. We've had Logger Wade on. Uh, Muddy uh, Feet Concrete. Muddy Feet Concrete Pumping. Officer Hoover. Hoover. Uh, I guess we can consider Man Behind the Scenes uh, a premier guest. We've had Todd. On Todd. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a mess. We we still have um, the illustrious Captain Kleeman escaping yep, us. Yep. He, pro- he's probably going to escape us this weekend, too, I imagine. Yep. Yeah, he's out of town this weekend. Yeah. We'll eventually get him nailed down. But uh, we've also got some opportunities to possibly do some other guys. And uh, if you guys have suggestions about people you'd like to have on the show, be sure to email us or, or, or uh, get a hold of comment or whatever. Get a hold of us. Yeah, I mean, we're still uh, a few points from perfect at yahoo.com for suggestions. Uh Number one suggestion besides having Todd back again. <laughs> Todd's been our most famous <laughs> guest so far. And Todd has like zero. I'm talking zero yeah. social media following. I shouldn't <laughs> say zero. He's got some. but Yeah, he's got the ones that you shoved over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're welcome, Todd. Yeah. But uh, he's, We love you, Todd. We really do. It, it don't matter what we're talking about. He's got an opinion about it. I know another guy like that. Yeah. <laughs> not going to mention names. No. But, but uh, uh, it don't matter what we're talking about. He's got an opinion about it. Right. And he's an entertaining guy and uh, and a lot of fun. So we definitely enjoy having Todd on. And shout out to Todd and Trucker Track. He's a huge sponsor of the Dirt Perfect channel. Yeah. Uh, some of the things we couldn't do without Todd, like this truck behind me and the 120 project, if it wasn't for Todd, I'm not sure those would be possible. So right. uh, definitely want to give props to uh, Todd is not sponsoring this episode, just for the record. But hint, hint, Todd, I'm getting about yeah. Well, he he kind of uh, hinted at potentially sponsoring a Jason Works Live video, and I was like, uh, I don't get any watch. <laughs> no one watches me. <laughs> it's not in your best financial interest. <laughs> but uh, yeah, huge thing. Todd's a huge huge supporter of me and my channel, and and I just want to point out with Todd real quick is me and Todd's relationship goes back years before I was ever doing YouTube. So right. this ain't some random Joe Joe Blow guy or Joe Blow Todd or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I'm trying to push on anybody. This is a guy I've known for a long, long time. Right. And uh, there's a lot there's a lot more to our relationship than what you guys see on YouTube and, and I would never promote somebody that I don't believe is gonna stand behind what they do or say on my channel and, right. and Todd's that guy. So Yeah. And I would um not not to get Todd's head too big, he's probably got to fit out the door of his office later. Um, our number two most requested guest is Let's Dig Eighteen, and we yep. have we've talked to Chris about it. And whenever we can make, yeah. I, as far as the uh, podcast with Chris goes, it's not necessarily if it's when. Yeah, we're all busy people, including oh, yeah. Chris, and and getting uh, schedules to line up. We kind of had something set up when we were going to Florida with Richie Brothers, and that all kind of fell through. Right. But uh, yeah, we'll get we'll get Chris lined up. I think Chris is. I don't want to speak for Chris, but I think he's probably look. I think he's kind of looking forward to sitting down with us and doing it. And, yeah, uh, it kind of gives you a chance to kind of go in depth and talk about some stuff that's hard to do on your channel. That's one of the reasons why we kind of kind of started this right. whole deal. And, and really, like, who wouldn't want to sit down with us? <laughs> I can think of about ten people off the top of my head. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fine, who would want to sit down with us? <laughs> Todd, where you at? So, anyways, we've rambled on for almost seven minutes, and we haven't even talked about what's this episode about works a lot. Uh, so, people on the internet, that's where you get the that's good what, information. That's where all the intelligent That's where a guy are. goes to that's find what, the intelligent folks. Well, that's where we're at, so be careful. Yeah, I know. People on the internet seem to be under the impression that you need to spend hours and hours and hours editing a video to put on YouTube, and that you need to have this high-dollar, fancy-dancy equipment. Do you understand the irony of having all this new equipment and then doing this podcast? There's $900 in GoPros <laughs> facing us right now. I know. Now. I feel like I'm being stared at from every direction. <laughs> you I are. I, I can know. zoom in on your face here. I, I don't know. If I can I, look over your shoulder. I don't know if I like this. I can look up your notes. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is um, – I, I don't know – do you want to talk about uh, just maybe hit on like just the the thought process of a successful channel and then maybe go into the video and editing or you just want to go straight to video and editing? I think we could take the scenic route. Take the scenic route? Yeah. I like the scenic route. I know you do. So I just want to hit on a, f- a couple things first. And we actually talked about this in depth on another podcast. I think it's Life of a YouTuber maybe. I believe that's correct, uh, yeah. But, you know, everybody's got this wild – Everybody's got this crazy idea of what you need to do to be successful on YouTube. Right. And honestly, I think a lot of people would agree with this. YouTube is probably one of the most uh, mysterious entities on the internet. Like, yeah. I think the reason why they're so mysterious is because they're constantly changing, which honestly, they have to be. Which honestly, I think is a really good thing because they, they try to keep up with the curve. They, whenever they change, new people get promoted and new things happen. Right. But it comes back, and, and this is just my opinion. It comes back to some basics, and the first one is you got to get your thumbnail. You got to have a good thumbnail. You got to get somebody to click on your video. Right now, there's a lot to that because you know to get them to click on it, it's got to be seen. So there's some backdoor stuff between titling and hashtagging and tagging that would help get that thumbnail out there to be seen. Right. But once it is seen, it has to be a good thumbnail on top of that to get somebody to actually click on it. That you have to it has to be inviting enough they want to actually watch that video. Right. And I think a good example of this is um if you go on YouTube and you search how to tie a tie, I think fifteen or sixteen thousand videos come up. Right. Um, out of the fifteen thousand videos, I'm gonna say maybe three or four of them have over like five thousand views. Right. You know, and they're the ones that have oddly attractive women putting a tie on in their in their thumbnail. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, you got to have something that stand makes you stand out from the other ones. Right. And I'm not I'm not saying that that's something someone should do, but that's what makes those three or four videos stand out. Right. Now, the flip side of that is I, I know of three very successful YouTube channels right off the top of my head and they put zero effort into their thumbnails. I know the same three, I think. Zero effort yeah. into their thumbnails. Yeah. And uh, th- this is where the second part of my theory comes into play, and I think that's where these three come in at, or mm-hmm. at least two of them do for sure, is YouTube is out there to make money. Right. They don't care about you. They don't care about your stinking video. They don't care about anything else. At the end of the day. I like to think that they care about my stinking video. Well, you're going to be horribly disappointed. Well, that's, yeah, saying a lot. <laughs> so, anyways, it, it, where I'm going with this is is uh, they do care about you and your video, but what they really care about is how much money they can make off you and your video is a better way to word that. 
It makes me feel warm and fuzzy all the same. So how does YouTube make money? By selling, selling ads. ads so the longer somebody watches your video, the more ads they can sell in your video. So the 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 real key is view duration. Right. Um, and view duration, it don't necessarily mean you need a longer video to no. get more view duration. You just need somebody to stay engaged with that video for in a certain amount of time. I think the magic number is 50% or more. If people watch 50% of your video or more, you're probably in YouTube's good graces. Right, which I was going to say that you should not look at via view duration as a minute number right. or as a percentage. Yes, yeah. percentage of video. So if you right. have if you have a 10-minute video and people are watching five minutes of it, that's 50% view duration, that's a pretty good number. Right. You know, if you have a 30-minute video and they're watching 15 you're you're golden. And YouTube is tracking fast forwarding and stuff too. So it's right. not like uh, oh well they watched the seven minute mark. They don't give you the skip forward option just for a convenience factor. Right. So long story short, it just comes down to you gotta have good content and you've got to keep them engaged. Yeah. Um with that I think you can organically grow a channel into something successful. I would I would agree. I don't think Okay, so the stars and the moon and the sun align for you and everything is working. You're still more than likely not going to be success overnight. Yeah, that's a great point. I think, uh, and, and we can hit on this a little bit, you know, the reason why you start a YouTube channel, I think, comes across on your channel. Yeah. There is no doubt. There's people that prove it. There's a lot of people that do it that you can make a living off producing YouTube content. Yeah, you can. And there, there's people out there who make a really good living at mm -hmm. it. But if you start a YouTube channel, let's just say you're a farmer or an excavator or a makeup artist, artist or a photographer or a drone pilot or whatever. If you start a YouTube channel for the sole purpose of making money and making a living, I feel like you're going to be on the struggle bus a little bit because a lot of people that watch, watch YouTube for entertainment want true, authentic people, people they can relate to, people they can see in their job fields. Right. Um trustworthy people yeah I, well i don't know if trustworthy is people but it's people your body language and the way you come across relays your intentions yeah you're right and and if and if if your intentions are being seen as somebody that's just trying to um do all the trickery you know clickbait thumbnails and right. fancy editing and all this stuff to you know really outdo the next guy you can't rely on that. At the mm -hmm. end of the day, you've got to rely on good content. So, essentially, what you're saying is your video needs to be good before you can make it fancy? <laughs> well, it's, just, it's, it's nice. It's, it's a lot easier to build a good house if you've got a good foundation. Oh, here we go with the house, though. <laughs> now, I want to backpedal a little bit here. I don't. My um, bike only goes forward. I don't go well. <laughs> well, then you're just going to stop and wait for me to catch up. You had mentioned a farmer, and you mentioned an excavator, and you mentioned uh, some other fields. A hairdresser. hairdresser, and a makeup, makeup artist, artist, and a photographer. photographer. Drone pilot. Drone pilot. Oh, yeah, I got them all. What do I fall under? Uh, well, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're supposed to be the guy that has all the answers. I'm I, I, ran, I ran out of nouns before I got to your title. <laughs> Damn it. All right. It's a, do you think that's my problem? Well, it's, no, I'm kidding. It's, uh, <laughs> posting videos is your problem. You don't do that. I am a comedian. Not by choice. <laughs> I was going to say, no. um, but, you know, 
you actually bring up a good point, posting videos. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think you have to post every day or every other day, but I think you do need to be somewhat regular. Yeah. Uh, my suggestion was probably a minimum of three videos a month. So you want like a high fiber posting schedule? Yeah, you know, it's th- three videos a month, but you can't do YouTube for six days, six weeks, six months, and, 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 and know whether or not you're going to be successful. I no. truly believe you need to do YouTube for probably every bit of a year. And I think that's a, a minimum. Right. You know, I, I mean, if you you need to set a realistic goal for yourself. And you did this, too. Yep, I know absolutely. you did this. Absolutely. Um, and I think you you meant well with it, but your channel's a little bit of a prodigy for this example because you took off. We don't really know why, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but YouTube's um, a mystery, my friend. Yeah, and I'm, I'm very happy for you. I mean, I, that, I need to say that, but um, you had set a goal, I think, of a thousand subscribers, right? Yeah, I, my, my, my deal was whenever I started YouTube, it was very simple. Again, I want to stress I was not doing YouTube to make money, but getting to the eligibility of monetization was a good goal. Yeah, for a year. For a year. So I, I, I allotted myself 12 months mm-hmm. to gain 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 watch hours. And how much money did you invest into your YouTube channel? Um, probably in the first six months, I had a YouTube channel. I invested at the most um, $200. And what was that uh, spent on? Um. I think I th- well, probably the first three months I did a YouTube channel, I didn't invest in anything. Right. Uh, I ended up buying a, a used GoPro Hero Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bought some card readers. I bought some SD cards. Uh, I bought some magnets, and uh, I got a subscription to a, a editing app on my phone that was like three dollars a month. And you had that wicked cool hat. Oh yes. That you. Bolted yeah. a GoPro mount. I still use it. Yeah, I know. I still use it. I know you do. <laughs> I just want to, I can't emphasize enough, you bolted a <laughs> GoPro mount to a hat. Hey, man, poor people have poor ways, just, and I still use it yet today. And I, I think it's amazing. It's just hysterical to see. <laughs> Dude, Mike, you know they sell head mounts for like $5, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, whatever. This works. Okay. And mine's better. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's way more stylish. We're not going to get into your love-hate affair with GoPro. Yeah, me, me and another, GoPro. That's we, another podcast. We go round and round and round. Yeah. But uh, so anyways, I mean, there there is people, I know people who run a very, very successful YouTube channel. Right. They have an email address and an, and an iPhone. Right. Or an Android, a, a phone. That's all they have. I mean, there is no, this, um, the, 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 I don't know, from time to time, and I hear the go, other YouTubers talk about this, and I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but they talk about how they spend thousands and thousands of dollars on camera gear. Right. Hours and hours and hours editing, mm-hmm. and they contribute that to them being successful. Right. I'm sorry, but I'm straight up calling bullshit. Well, you don't need to call anybody out. I'll play, I'll play the part of that because I did that in the beginning. I bought, I wouldn't say thousands and thousands. I bought cameras. I bought stuff. Um, I bought editing software for a computer. You know. Oh yeah, that's right. I converted you, didn't I? You did. Yeah. Um, 
Um, I, we'll get to that point for sure. I have no problem admitting it. I was actually just talking to some friends yesterday about that. And I, we, I was trying to help them film something. And I'm like, damn, I wish Mike was here. And they're like, who's Mike and why? And I'm like, you don't understand. This man <laughs> has figured out how to make a successful YouTube video with like 10 minutes worth of filming and 10 minutes worth of editing. <laughs> Somehow, out of the 20 minutes invested, he pulls a 45-minute video that's extremely successful. Now, I'm not quite that magical, no, but... No, but... I mean, you've you've come up with techniques and you've got it down to a science at this point. And I know Brandon from uh, Full Tilt Grading is very grateful for it too. It's definitely helped him out. Has he figured it out, son? After talking yeah. to me, yeah. And he's he was like in the same boat that I was. You know, he had the he bought a bunch of cameras. I think they had like six or seven yeah. GoPros at one point. Well, I did, I just re- I just listened to a podcast with another YouTuber here a while back, and and he was going down this road of all this stuff, and it. I mean, it almost it almost aggravated me a little bit because in my mind, what it's doing is discouraging somebody from making a YouTube channel, which is a good point, yeah. And and it, and it don't have to be that way. And, and if you go onto YouTube and you search these guys uh, that are video editors or videographers or whatever that big fancy term is for people that claim to know how to use a camera, they, they do know how to use a camera. I know, but but they also take you down that road of all oh, these yeah, bells and yeah. whistles and high dollar stuff and yeah. and all this stuff. Have you ever done color correction on any of your videos? No. What the hell's that? I was wondering the same thing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but I keep hearing it, so it must be the cool. I, thing. I mean, on Instagram, I've used a filter a time or oh, two. Oh but wait, hold on. Have you ever done color correction on any of your videos? No. <laughs> You're having way too much fun with that soundboard. I know. <laughs> but. Uh, I, I, it didn't make me mad, but it just, it, it, I felt like it was misleading. And, and and maybe this is misleading to somebody, but I know of several, several successful YouTubers. If you're going to be kind enough to categorize me as a successful YouTuber, I don't you I do not do any of that stuff. I'm not going to categorize you as successful until you can say successful. I can't say it, so I'm not going to try it. <laughs> English is not my first language. Gibberish. But, um. There, you know, and I, and so here's one of my here's one of my goals whenever I film and edit a YouTube video. Okay. So if it's a 30 minute video, I want to have it done. I want to have it done editing in 45 minutes. I allow my time. I allow myself 15 minutes per video to edit it, longer than the video. Okay. So if it's a 45 minute video, I should be done in an hour. Because 45 plus 15. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Very good works a lot. I'm so proud of you. But Sorry. You're yeah. laughing. At, you need that little rat rat royal there. Yeah. Oh, that's that's you see you're the light blue button. That that one's all you. Yeah. But now, I mean that's a little bit unproportional. Obviously, if I do a 10-minute video, I'm not going to allow myself 15 minutes on that, but most of my videos are between 30 and 45 minutes. So you saw where I was going with that? Oh, yeah. I, I know. you're going to throw your little shorts out there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Take 16 minutes? But so let's just say hypothetically, not hypothetically, most of my videos are between 30 and 45 minutes. Right. So I rarely spend less than an hour. I rarely spend more than an hour editing a video. So your channel's fairly successful. Uh, we're not going to get into how much it, it makes or anything like that, but it makes money. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and you are investing about an hour's worth of your time on the post end, so after everything's filmed. Correct. To prepare this video, does that include writing a description, tags, titling, thumbnails? No, that's um, 
So just give me a general number of how long that about takes. Mm, five minutes. Okay, so you're at investing less than an hour and a half per video. Of my time. Of your time. And you're, you're, you're seeing a return from it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, wor- it's well worth my time. Okay. So in a week, two weeks, in two weeks, you may have put in 14 hours of editing. This is editing time. This is not including filming. I'm not going to even like, really count filming because you don't take any time with that. No, anyway, so, you know, I, I think we can, I think we can kind of approach it, approach it this way a little bit. So in a two weeks time period, I will post uh, approximately seven videos. Okay. So in two weeks, I'm probably seven, eight hours at the most. Okay. Um, now that begs the question, you know, how do I do it? What's my approach? Well, what's my techniques? Are we going to get the Dirt Perfect Secret, Super Secret Squirrel lesson of how to film videos? Well, here's the secret. There's no damn secret. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Oh, well, I'm positive. I don't believe you. So um, for, I know, I know, you know me. You've got to know me pretty well. Yeah. People who have watched me for a long time have probably got to know me pretty well. Yeah. Uh, would you categorize me as a very busy person? Yes. So, excuse me, it comes down to time management. Yes. There is no possible way I could do YouTube if I was going to spend hours and hours and hours video and editing. Right. It's not going to happen. So if you're averaging seven videos in two weeks, let's, let's say three videos a week, and if you spend, say, six hours on a video, you're at 18 hours of the week. Yeah. That's done deal. Almost, uh, that's not even two work days. Not, I'm not, they're not even an option for right. me. I can't do it. It's, it's a game over. I'm out. Mm-hmm. So whenever I started doing this YouTube gig, um, you know, I quickly had to figure out techniques in methods to greatly shrink that time because I was under the impression that if I was going to do this right, I was going to spend five, six hours editing a video. I was going to spend two or three hours on the job site to film something. Right. And that's kind of the mentality I had the first three or four videos. And I'm like, oh, boy, uh, this ain't going to work. I've got more time right now in my life than I ever had time for. And this is is not a maintainable – pace right period so you know i kind of started critiquing things and doing things and the very first thing that saves you a tremendous amount of time in editing is how you film right that i'm gonna say right to all these because i've learned these lessons well you need to jump in here and maybe kind of give examples of 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 maybe some other routes you took Okay. And how you um, come back to kind of the way I do it a little bit. So I just uh, want to add. I remember in the beginning. I know. Shut up. No, no, no. Uh, not picking on you here, but I want to kind of paint a picture of how our relationship started. I tried to give you advice on how to do YouTube, and it did not work. No, for no, you. no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not where I was going with this. Oh. So whenever you and I first met, uh-huh. you'd been doing YouTube for what six months? About that, yeah. And you had five hundred subscribers. Give or take, yeah. Give or take. You were under 1,000. Yeah, I was, yeah. And shortly after we met, you – did you go visit Chris Let's Dig 18? Um, Because you jumped to, like, 2,500 really quick. Yes, yeah. Um, I jumped – I would have had about 700, I think. 
yeah. when I met you because I I jumped from seven to seven hundred at Paul Bunyan. Yeah, yeah, okay. Walking around with Wade. Wade and then and then um and then yeah, I think I jumped to just just over two thousand when we sold the trailer to Chris. Okay. So within uh, let's just say the just for for a couple months for fun purposes. Let's yeah. just say whenever we met, you had two thousand subscribers. Yeah, you've been in YouTube for six eight months. Yeah, uh, I was just kind of fresh on the scene. I think whenever we met, you you were probably one of my first hundred subscribers. Oh yeah, for sure. And um, you and uh, Brandon from Elite Earthworks, yeah. Junior Sot Metalworks, mm-hmm. and Wade were kind of the first YouTube friends I met. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm completely new to this. I'm I'm learning fast, and right. me and you kind of hit it off. And I kind of started asking you about how you did stuff, and mm-hmm. and and what your techniques were, and what your thoughts were. And I'm taking all this information in and processing it. Right. Uh, flip side of that, Brandon had some different thoughts and ideas, and Brandon he jumped to three or four or five thousand subscribers pretty quick in there, pretty quick. Yeah, he had um, he had a sizable lead over all of us, uh, I believe. I'm trying to think of the video that Junior had. Um, I hit Mr. 3,000. Brandon hit five, and I hit 1,000. Yes. That was in March, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, and then, of course, I'm friends with Wade. Right. So, um, you know, and all three of you had different ideas and kind of different ways of doing about it, but all three of you are spending a lot of time on video and editing. Right. And I had done enough videos to kind of know what was going on, but I was really green at this, and I was analyzing Other all, people, that, yeah. all that information coming mm-hmm. in, and... I look at Wade, and I'm thinking, there's no way I can maintain this pace. Right. I don't know. I still to this day don't know how he does it. And you got me. And no, not a knock on Wade at all, but I think you see it in some of the quality of his videos. You know, they're oh, a little yeah. scattered, and, and they're not well put together, and uh, and they're hard to follow. But he, he definitely, I mean, in his defense, he has a, a lot of good videos, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But you can see the videos he spent more time on. Right. And then, you know, uh, Brandon, uh, Elite Earthworks Brandon, he um, he kind of had some different thought processes, and, you know, he was all about the camera angles and, and you know, video on every minute of the job and right. a lot of footage. Uh, and then you had the high-dollar equipment, and I'm going to out-edit everybody right. type mentality. And I'm like, oh, man, I can just say, that's not going to work for me. I, I, can't do, <laughs> I can't do any of those. <laughs> and not not to call you guys useless, but I'm like, thanks for the advice, but yeah. nah. That, that, well, it was good that, advice. It showed you what not to do. Yeah, that, that stuff's not going to fly. Yeah. And, uh, me and you had a lot of conversations about this early, and of course. Yeah. And I mean, to this day, we still have conversations about YouTube. Yeah. Um, and in and, and your defense, you know, during these conversations, I was, none of my theories were proven. Right. None of my tactics were proven. At uh, that point, at, and, but yeah. but I was telling you what I was thinking, oh, and, yeah. and you were discouraging me. I wouldn't say discouraging you, but I was like, "Hey, man, that's on you." <laughs> you know, yeah. I would. I never told you not to try something. No, no, I, no, I would no, never no. tell anybody that. But I and you were never not supportive. Yeah, I just um, I I saw I I think I let me see. I got a chance to see your life without a camera rolling. And I got I got a chance to meet you without being in front of a screen, I guess. And I got right. I got to see the quality of content that you could potentially offer, and I just wanted to see that 
through. I wanted to see that actually come together full circle. Making sure it's presented the best way possible. Yeah, because you have a lot of a lot of stuff going on. It's very interesting. You're very knowledgeable in a lot of things, and I think you can you're you had potential to be a really good channel. You know, right? And I would like to say that I was right on that. So, yeah. Well, the jury's still out. <laughs> jury's still out on that. So. Yeah. Uh, I guess the, the, the point of this whole conversation is, and maybe we're getting a little bit too off, far off track here, but um, so fast forward to today, yeah. which is two years later. Yep. Um, I, I, have no, I don't know where Brandon's at, 20,000 subscribers. I don't even know where I'm at, so don't ask. Yeah, me. but, I mean, <laughs> you, you kind of you backed away from the YouTube a little bit, so you're yeah. at 7,000 and – yeah, uh, I'm seven and change. Yeah, and um, yeah, man, we're at about seventy something. Yeah, uh, you're at seventy and change. Um, I like to say that I'm ten percent there, perfect. <laughs> I'm ten percent perfect. But the only way I was able to achieve that was was I don't know if it's called blazing my own trail because I know there's other YouTubers out there that done it. They've they figured this out, but I could not do what I've done without finding a way that worked for me and then being super efficient at it. Right. And um, there was uh, the one YouTube channel that comes to mind, I'll mention his name, is Zach Johnson, Millennial Farmer. Right. Uh, he has a very successful channel. I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with him. And he don't have a whole lot of frills. He don't have fancy thumbnails. No. He don't have super fancy editing. Uh, he don't have super long videos. It's just uh, he's very, very, very relatable. He's just a guy at a camera. He's he's very natural on camera. He walks around whenever he's talking to that camera. You feel like he's talking to you. Yeah. Uh, and his channel is about farming, but most people, I believe, watch the channel because of Zach. It's entertaining. It's entertaining. He's the hysterical. The, I mean, he can come out and say it. He's he's hysterical. Uh, the way he presents stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know Zach personally, so I'm not going to speak for Zach. But studying his channel and the way he goes about stuff, I'm a firm believer that he's a lot like me, and he spends very, very little time filming. I would probably agree with that, considering everything he's got going on, too. Yeah, and in very little time filming. Now, I don't believe Zach does his own editing. I think his wife, wife does it, his yeah. wife actually helps him with that. But that even makes it easier on her because she don't know what he's what he's filming to start with. Right. But he was a guy that I found, that I watched, that I thought, now this, I can maybe start taking some stuff away from the way, taking some stuff away from the way this is done. Right. And maybe build on this. Uh, because it gave me confidence that a guy without, you know, fancy video tricks and all this footage and, and you know, that it's the stripped down version. Right. And so, long story short, it goes back to filming. Um Whenever I film something on a job, people are absolutely amazed at how little I actually film. Right. I can put a 128-gig SD card in my camera, film for a week and a half, have seven or eight YouTube videos on it because I just take that little of footage. Right. If that little red light is flashing, it's going to probably be used. It's going to have the ends clipped on it, and it's going to be useful footage. I'm never going to be hunting through hours and hours of footage trying to find that little minute or two clip in there somewhere that I think is gold. Well, you're not telling the full truth here. All right, let's hear it. If man behind the scenes gets your little red light going. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. How long are you hunting for that, 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 that That's the one thing that slows me down a little bit. But <laughs> my, my point of all this is um, 
one way to save you a huge amount of time in editing is your filming techniques. Right. Um, I, if at all possible, if at all possible, film with one camera. Yeah, I, I would agree fully with that. And I like your, um, your little technique of, of making the thumbnail of that clip mm-hmm. basically show you what it was about. Right. Which um, I forget exactly how you do that. It's the very beginning of the clip, right? Yeah. So whenever I so whenever I show up on a job, most jobs I will film with one camera, and everybody's going to be watching my channel. They're like, how in the world do you film with one camera whenever – I wouldn't say I'm known for camera angles, but I switch camera angles quite a bit. Yeah, you do. So whenever I start, you know, whenever you have your video editor, whenever you first start your video, there's a little bitty, the the first few seconds of the video is basically the thumbnail for the video, I guess. Okay. So I always make it something recognizable. Like if I'm going to film Jerry on the dozer, whenever I turn that camera on, I'm making sure it's pointed at Jerry on the dozer. Right. So whenever I get in my video editor, guess what? I see Jerry on a dozer. If if this clip's going to be me and man behind the scenes uh, working on this or, or we're going to be talking, having a conversation, I'm going to have the camera pointed towards that. And over time, you learn to do things to make sure you can recognize that clip in your editor. Right. You know, whether, uh, like, like if I film something twice, mm-hmm. the second time I do it, I always hold two fingers up. Right. So I, I know that the clip before, that's probably junk. So I'm... Fairly certain that an acquiring mind is going to want to know what's the most amount of fingers you've ever held up in a clip. <laughs> Three. Really? No, no, no. I'll take that back. I did one video for heavy metal learning, and I almost got to two hands because Hoover kept messing me up. <laughs> uh, it was always Hoover's fault. It's Hoover's fault. Yeah. But uh, I don't refilm stuff a whole lot. No. It, it's, uh, I mean, if I just completely blubber well, something up. That's I do. Re- I distinctly remember something that you did film a lot. Yeah, hooking the trailer up. Yep. <laughs> and whose fault was that? It wasn't my fault. It was the GoPro. GoPro's fault. <laughs> hey, you be good to it because it's up there and it's it's doing good right now. It's actually this camera over here. Oh, really? How was the nine? <laughs> uh, the nine it was in the junk drawer because that's where it belongs. Oh well, the nine is uh, for those people watching on YouTube is is what you're seeing from now. It's our eye in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got. An eight over my shoulder and an eight over your shoulder. Uh, I'm actually a big fan of the GoPro eights minus the non-replaceable screen. Yes, and now that I have a 3D printer, I'm going to do my best to fix that. Yeah. So, but uh, you're getting us off subject here. Whatever. So my job. But uh, anyway, so film. If you film with one camera mm-hmm. and you make the thumbnail of the video recognizable, whatever your method is. Right. Um, and then, so, you know, another technique I use is, let's say I'm hauling six loads of dirt into a job. Okay. And I'm letting well, a... I know this one. <laughs> I'm letting a pretty big secret out of the back here. So, if I'm hauling six loads of dirt into this job, every time I haul a load of dirt into that job, I'll stick the camera somewhere and get a different angle. Right. So, I got six different angles of hauling this load of dirt in there, right? Yep. Whenever these people see it on YouTube... It looks like one. It'll be one load of dirt with six different angles. That's right. And to this day... It'll probably change after this podcast. I've never been called on it. Yeah. Well, that, now we'll know how many people from your channel actually watch our yeah, podcast. Yeah. T- t- to our 20, podcast. 20, 20 million views and nobody's ever yeah. – I'm sure somebody's noticed it and they haven't commented. Right. But I haven't got one comment on that. Same thing with loading a truck with a loader. You know, I'll stick the camera in one place, one load one. Now, you don't work with the trucks different colors, but, yeah. you know, you got to have some common sense to this. I've, I've done that trick or two. And, you know <laughs> – 
we, we you know we did a podcast with, with the farmer Chris on this in mm-hmm. filming on a job. It's one reason I use the GoPro 8. It's one reason I use the, the media mod. It's one reason why I have this set up. Right. Is I can stick it in my pocket. Um, I, Chris, go ahead. Sorry. Chris could vouch for this, but it it does not slow down our workflow at all. No. Uh, usually, if you see most of my clips, whenever I'm filming, I'm walking to or from somewhere, or it's a conversation I'd have whether the camera's on or off. It may be a little bit more enjoyable because the camera is on. Right. But... The it rarely ever slows down the workflow. So I remember um, those red and, and bicycle grip sticks there. I remember when we found them. Yeah. And uh, I remember going through. I got to give you credit for that. I stole them from Wilkers. But um, so I remember distinctly looking for this solution for you because you wanted to find a camera. You're moving off the iPhone and you're. Number like most people are like I wanted to, to to film in such and such or I wanted to have good audio or I wanted to do this or whatever. Number one, dirt perfect request. It has to fit in my pocket. Yep. If it doesn't <laughs> fit in my pocket, I don't want it. And that still stays true today. Oh yeah, and I will. I pulled my hair out for a very long time until I finally saw Nick Welker do a a clip of from like one camera looking at him and he happened to have his other camera in his hand. Right. And that's where I saw that stick with the, the mount on it and the magnet on the bottom. And uh, uh, that's that camera. So, yeah. So, if anyone's actually watching this on YouTube still, we have a – it's a red metal stick with a bicycle grip on it. And there's a 100-pound pool neodymium magnet on the bottom. A ball socket on the top with a quarter 20 tripod um, screw. And then a GoPro adapter to a tripod. Yep. And it sounds like a lot, but it's very compact for people not looking. Yeah, it, it's like it'll give you pretty much any angle between the adjustability on the top and the side. The yep. magnetic is pretty handy. And it's small enough. A lot of times, you know, I've hooked it on trees. I've stuck it in the ground. I've hooked right. it on road signs. Um, I've never lost one. Uh, I've ran over a few. I've lost one, but in the drawer in my house somewhere. <laughs> yeah, not, but, like not actually using but the, it. But that, all, but that whole setup goes back to being efficient. Right. You and know? actually, I have... Next to me, um, this is my setup. It's the only thing I've changed since that is I've gotten the handle that has the battery built into right. it. And I will say that, that this does work well. I, I haven't went that route because you're yeah. easier on stuff than me. Oh, yeah. You know, that would, mine's in the water. It's in the mud. It's, That's, that was been out in a rainstorm a few yeah, times. Yeah, it, 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 but, you know, the, the whole point of this conversation is you got to have a setup that's um, sleek, efficient, and works. Uh, not to get too far off subject on this, but the the large job we're doing now, this basement job, these people actually found us on YouTube. Right. And I produced three videos from this job, and the homeowner, the exact words the homeowner said to me, he goes, when did you even film? <laughs> like, he <laughs> was there the point. He was there with us the most of the time, and right. I had two 40-minute videos come out of that job, and he never even seen us bring the camera out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... Well, it's because it was in your pocket. Yeah, you know, and it's you stick it here, record, you know, two minutes. You stick it there, record two minutes. You get a highlight here. You talk about this, and right. and I feel like I personally do a very good job of covering the job and not missing anything, doing what I did, and also not taking a whole bunch of time out of the actual job. Right, right. That, that's, you know, you get the comment every once in a while. Well, do you back paying for the time you spent filming? No, is I don't spend any time filming. Right. You know, uh, that's the simple answer of it. Yeah, the GoPro's doing all the work. Yeah. <laughs> you just you put it somewhere and hit the button. 
I mean, at the end of the day. But I cannot stress enough how your filming techniques can uh, uh, affect your editing time. Uh, backpedal real quick. Back to the, the handy mount thing or whatever. Uh, I haven't put one together in a while. About how much money do you have in this entire setup? Oh, man, maybe 20 bucks. Right. Because I think if I remember right, the magnet's like eight bucks. The handle's eight bucks. The, the head, I think, is the expensive part. Yeah. is twelve dollars or something. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 not much money at all. No, no, no. I mean, the the, the, the whatever GoPro or whatever you can put on top of it's going to be your money. And yeah, and realistically, this whole entire setup um, is cheaper than almost any GoPro accessory you can buy. Oh well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. that's there's there's no secret there. And one question I'm sure we're going to get asked is which camera would you recommend somebody starting a channel? Depends. Um, for me, for somebody doing like what I do, it's the GoPro 7. Yeah. Um, the only reason I say it depends is it's, it's how important is audio going to be. That That is true, but the GoPro 7 for a starter, it still gets you by. It will, but the 8 will give you the media mod option. Yeah. That's, and I think, the only thing worth mentioning as far as if you're going to have two options and you're going to have one option be a little bit more expensive than the other and one. And if you want to take a big step back in time, you get the GoPro 9. Yeah, yeah. I was going to go with the 5. I had the 5 for a long time. <laughs> Anything's better than the 9. No, the, the 5 was terrible because it kept corrupting files. Uh, well, the 9 the nine don't even make files half the time. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the 9 might be worse, actually. Anyways. Look at it up there doing it. Well, you know it's not doing don't, its job. Don't. <laughs> it's not. Because the, the, the box down here is doing all the recording. Oh, all that's doing is, like, opening an eye. So don't, the just ignore it's not there for it yeah. screws up. So, but um, the point of this, the point of this whole conversation is, Jason, is you got to, you got to know what your editing habits are. Right. And, and the more you edit, the more you'll learn about how to film. Right. Uh, but whenever I film, I am very efficient at how I film. I try to keep everything on one camera. I try to keep the clips pretty short, you know, minute, two minute clips where I'm clipping ends, not doing a whole lot of doctrine in between. Keep that, vi keep that video moving. Keep everybody's interest. Whenever I'm editing a video, it's very simple. If I start getting bored watching it, somebody else is going to get bored watching it. We yeah. got to do something. We got to end the clip. We got to put something in here. Mm -hmm. We got to draw on the screen. We got to add emoji. We got to do something right. to keep somebody, you know, um, if we see stuff, you look at these, of course, I did study a little bit of the, like, Discovery Channel history and this stuff, and there'll be a conversation going on in the background, and sometimes they're changing stuff on the screen, and yep. if you watch close enough, what they threw up there don't even have anything to do with what they're talking about. Right. They're just trying to keep your attention. Um, I was going to say this, because I had this conversation with our friends yesterday. Um, I think I, t I touched base briefly on that, but... Uh, the average attention span right now is about 25 seconds. There you go. So, and the way that I describe YouTube now to people who, like, want to start a channel or something, and, and I feel like every person I've ever talked to that wants to start a YouTube channel starts in the mentality that I was in of, oh, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to make uh, the next Godzilla movie, and it's going to be freaking great. And at the end of it, I'm going to show them gardening and my garden plantings and petunias. And right. Great, whatever. I'm going to say, listen. The average attention span is 25 seconds. That gives you 25 seconds, assuming you can make a thumbnail that someone's going to click, to make them want to watch till the end, or as close okay. to the end as they can bear. And you need to bear in mind that most of the people are going to watch your video in the bathroom sitting on the toilet. <laughs> at least that's what they're going to start at. Yeah. So. Or on a lunch break. Right. 
Yeah, lunch break, um, waiting, in, waiting in the car for something, you know. Not many people are going to go home at night with the family, sit down on the couch, turn the TV on, and turn on YouTube and watch your channel. Like, right, right. You need to understand and you need to get past you're not making a Hollywood video. Right. You know, uh, you're not making a Hollywood movie, I should say. You're making a video that someone needs to be able to relate to. And that goes back to the uh, the previous conversation of is I think one reason people are really attracted to YouTube and YouTube videos and content creators is is like with me with uh, Zach Johnson and Millennial Farmer. You're very relatable. People watch me or watch him or watch somebody else, and they're thinking, "Well, well I could do that." You right. know, it, it's an attainable goal. Yeah. Um, or or you can relate to what they're doing because it's the same thing you did that day. And, and with YouTube, you can communicate with that guy. You can comment and I can answer, you right. know, it's, it's, uh, you can almost build a relationship going forward. And that, that, I mean, we're, we're cre- creeping up on an hour here, but we can, I think we can keep going. Um, commenting. It, it's very important as a starting YouTube channel to take the comments seriously. You answer yep, the comments. It is. Answer them in a timely fashion. Keep people engaged. If you can get somebody to reply to your reply, you're doing something right. Right. So we kind of talked about filming a little bit and the filming techniques and basically, you know, filming in a manner to where it helps you editing. Right. Uh, let's. You want to hit a little bit on editing real quick here before we run out of time? Yeah, I think so. So whenever you uh, first started talking about editing, you had this big fancy computer, you had yep, this yep. big uh, still got it. Uh, program called Adobe Premiere, was that yep, the name yep, of it? Yep. Still use it. You were telling that all the features it had. And There's a couple. All the things you could do and uh, how easy it was to import stuff in and put it on this timeline and all this stuff. And I'll be honest with you, Jason, you were talking a foreign language to me. Yep, yep, still do that to you. Yep. So <laughs> you're, you're – I mean, I don't want to make this sound out to be something that's not, but you're pushing me down this route. Yeah, because that's the route that I use. Right. And I'm comfortable with. And, and, and this is a, the same thing Wade uses. Mm-hmm. And, guys, I'll be 100% honest with you. I was convinced I wasn't smart enough to use it, and I wasn't even going to try. And I can completely see where you're coming from on that. Uh, so, I, you know, here I am, and this is my way of thinking, is I want to do YouTube but that's not going to work for me because I'm not, I don't have the time to learn. I'm not for sure I can learn. I don't know if I have the intelligent level to learn. I don't know if I have the patience to learn. So if I got to use Adobe Premiere, I'm probably out. Mm-hmm. So let's see, let's do a little research and see what we can find. And I actually uh, fumbled around and I started doing some editing on my phone. Right. And the first one I used was an app called GoPro Splice. And I forgot about that. And GoPro Splice probably did my first 15 or 20 videos. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I got pretty lucky with this, Jason, when I did GoPro Splice, because back then GoPro Splice was, I'm talking, the bare minimums. Like, oh, yeah. Like you were trimming ends of videos. You were, If you were lucky, you could put a transition in. Mm-hmm. They had a handful of music options you could throw in there. And I think they had like two or three things on the timeline you could put in there. And so I fumbled around with that for a little bit on my phone, and I'm like, I kind of got this. I can, you know, this could this could do all right. I did 15 or 20 videos, and then and honestly, I got to the point where 
hey, I got the basics down. I'd like a few more options. Right. But I'm I'm out of options. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've kind of hit my wall here. Well, now, nowadays, you just see GoPro in a name and run away. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I actually have went back to GoPro, GoPro Splice a few times because uh, there for a while they had a huge music library. So I'd actually put clips into GoPro Splice and, and put music with it and then bring it back out into my other editor. Right. So basically, I kind of was able to cut my teeth and learn the basics on GoPro Splice, which it's different now than what it was back then. But mm-hmm. it was really good because it was it was the basics. So my my suggestion to you is is find the most basic um, phone app you possibly can because yeah. you know even when I learned on GoPro Splice, now that I know how to use Adobe Premiere, did fall over into that mm-hmm. a little bit. So. I actually tried a few different ones. I tried iMovie and I tried um, Filmmaker, and um, the one I end up coming across and it's still the one I use today. I believe it's called Kind Master. Did I get yeah. it right? Actually, um, a, a friend of mine is starting a YouTube channel, and I told him about Kind Master, and he started looking up tutorials, and that's not how you say it at all. How do you say it? I can't remember. <laughs> it's like I think it's Keen Master. Keen Master. Yeah. Um, but uh, it'll always be Klein Master yeah. to you and I. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and, and maybe if we can think about it, we'll throw a link of it in the description if anybody's yeah. interested in it. But uh, what I liked about, we're just going to call it Klein Master. Yeah. Um, Which, to clarify before we go further, there's no L in it. It's K-I-N-E-M-A-S-T-E-R. Yep. And it's, uh, I there is a free version, but it has a watermark on it. And Which it is ha- really no big deal. Yeah. I mean... It has a watermark on it, and it has very limited options. I think I pay $3 a month for my subscription to it. I pay for it yearly, and I think it's even cheaper. Yeah, it's like 30 bucks or something. Yeah. Um, but the thing I love about this is the basics are so simple. I mean, yeah. so, oh, my goodness, guys. I cannot explain to you how simple it is to use this. Mm-hmm. And then – what I find really cool about it is once you learn the basics, there's a lot of cool stuff you can do with it, you know, as far as options and effects. and Like the pan, tilt, and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, honestly, there's nothing. Um, the only thing I found that it can't do that Adobe Premiere can do is take a video you accidentally film in slow-mo and speed it up to real speed. <laughs> Hero 9. Thank you, GoPro. <laughs> so, um, so I... Uh, I want to interject a little bit on that. Um, I have been converted. I saw the light, whatever you want to say. I do agree with you that Kind Master is the way to go. So I I want you to maybe explain how hard a sell you were to get to go to an iPad editing program versus, versus a computer. I hated it. Still hate it to this day, actually. I use it because it works. But I hate the fact that it works. Would you agree you can do just a good quality video in a lot less time? Yes. Um, Yes. Unless you want to start trying to get into like 4K and stuff. But I think that's beyond the scope of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. But Um, the one thing I will interject. Two things. Uh, One, I use Adobe Premiere. Elements, which is the light version of Premiere, so it doesn't have all of the. And I, and I should probably add in here at some point as I was forced to learn how to use Adobe. I have edited probably twenty five or thirty videos on yeah. Adobe. My point is that they have their; it has its place. Oh, it has its place. And for a hundred dollars to get the Elements version of Premiere, which 
if you're listening to this podcast because you're thinking about starting a YouTube channel, Adobe Premiere Elements is should be the absolute top tier of your list. You should right. not be looking at anything past that. Yeah. Um, with the exception of, I will say, DaVinci Resolve, because I've been forced to learn that because all of this recording program is made by that company, so it goes immediately into that. And I've only played around with it, and I do like it. It's very intuitive. It's it's maybe something that someone could consider over a, like a Premiere Elements for the top tier, and it's free. Um, that being said, the only thing that I still use Premiere Elements for is splicing these podcasts together. And uh, spoiler alert, I used Adobe Elements or Premiere mm-hmm. to do the first two or three podcasts I did on myself. Right. The last three I did, I said, the hell with that. I put them right into Client Master. Right, and I haven't... <laughs> I haven't had a chance to watch them too much, but the only reason I like... No complaints yet. Well, yeah. <laughs> See, the, the problem that I have, uh, and the reason I use Premiere on them, is because the way we were doing it bef- before this episode here is we were recording the video from a GoPro on the I tripod. I found a trick on that. I'll have to show you. Did you? Okay. So we recorded the, the video of the podcast for YouTube. That's all you have to do. You can explode the timeline the same you can in Adobe Premiere. Can you really? And you can take out half second, half second frames. And right, it's well. it's literally this simple. Yeah. Done. All I got to do is drag the magnifying glass over, and I can do it too. But after um, you spend hours getting it pulled up, uh, my computer works fine. Well, we're gonna go back to this. We're gonna argue about this because <laughs> you know I'm right. <laughs> Listen, you. <laughs> <laughs> I like all the files on my computer, so I can put them on a backup drive. But anyway. Um, where was I? <laughs> I have this effect on people. Yeah, it's the only it's the only thing that I use Premiere Pro or Premiere Elements. Yeah, and, and it's not a bad program. It's just not a for for a beginner. It's like a damn if, good program. It's not a YouTube it, it, program. It's a great program. It really yeah. is. But it's if you're not a YouTube, you program. do not have to have it to begin to no. to be a Absolutely successful not. YouTuber. And if you are going to Edit a video for the very first time in your life. If don't, you start, if you start, please God, don't do it on Premiere. If you start there, you will be so frustrated; yeah. it's ridiculous. Unless you have a background in this kind of stuff, which again, you're probably not listening to this podcast. Right, right. Th- th- this is not for you. This is for somebody that's thinking about starting a starting a YouTube channel or are kind of curious how we go about doing things. Right. The other thing I want to point out is it goes back to time management, and I have to be efficient with my time. Yeah. I can't take that computer. In, in your ba- pocket. In the bathroom with me. Right. I can't take it to lunch right, with me. Did you just admit that you edit most of your videos in the bathroom? I've done a few from there. <laughs> I know you have because you've told me. Uh, I can't take it to work with me and while waiting on a concrete truck, edit. So if I, right. you know, back in the early days, I did everything on my phone. So if I had 5, 10 minutes, 30 minutes here and there, mm-hmm. I would just edit from my phone and, and go on. Nowadays, I actually put them on an iPad. I have an iPad just for right. editing videos. And, and it don't quite travel with me as much. To note is an iPad Pro. Yes. It's not a regular iPad. It's an iPad Pro. My first iPad was an iPad. Try that again. My, p- <laughs> <laughs> my the first iPad. Wrong one. <laughs> you know sound effects. The I first know. iPad. So I went from my iPhone 8. Yeah. And then I bought a used iPad um, off of eBay. And that worked? I used that for almost a year. You did. It had the lightning port on yep. it. Yep. Okay. And then uh, the only reason I'm still not using that is because of storage. 
Right, that's what it was. The pro, and, the pros bigger. And, and I ended up upgrading to the pro just yeah. because of storage, not because the other one wouldn't run my program. Right, that's right. I knew there was a reason. I just couldn't remember what it was. Yeah, but uh, and, and that's kind of my system now. So basically, I use the GoPro equipment to film. I use my iPad with the Klein Master to edit, mm-hmm. and then I do use my desktop to do titles, descriptions, tags, and monetize. I think it's also worth adding in there that now YouTube even has their own video editor. I have not used it, so I don't have an opinion on it. I have used it once. Um, I think getting the Jeep stuck video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everything was filmed from my phone, and I uploaded it all from my phone, and I edited it on YouTube's app, and it worked. People watched it. They made fun of me like they were supposed to. So, I mean, I can't complain. Yeah. So, you know, uh, we, can, we can hit on a few other topic here, topics here, but to kind of wrap this all up in a nutshell is I think the, the main thing I want to get across with this podcast is you don't have to have thousands of dollars worth of equipment. No. You don't have to have hours and hours out of your day. No. Um, you don't have to be a videographer or some computer expert. Nope, still not that. Uh, because I'm none of those things, and, and I've had some moderate success on YouTube. Yeah, uh, I know of a lot of other guys that have as well. Uh, you know, and, and this may be just a quick little comparison, but uh, you know, uh, going back to Zach Johnson and the Millennial Farmer and and what I'd call a very basic, simple, good YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, the flip side of that is the Welkers. Um, they got a they got a much more polished. They have an editing service, if I they, remember correctly. Yeah, and they have an editing service to do that. That's another route you can go, but. I like Nick and Leg Arms. I like those guys a yeah. lot. I like Johnson, but I, I'd rather watch Zach style video than what I would Welkers. You know, in the beginning, I was Team Welkers a lot, um, but I, I've kind of switched. I find myself watching more of Millennial Farmer. Right, and, and it's nothing against Welkers at all. No, no, it's just two different styles. I, yeah. you know, if I want to watch a TV show, I'm going to watch TV. Right. If I'm going to watch YouTube, I want to watch a person. Right. And, and, and I, I like it because I laugh more. Yeah, and sometimes with Welkers, I, I feel like I'm watching a TV show, and yeah. sometimes with, with Zach, I, I feel like I'm watching a guy on a farm. Right. You know what I mean? That's Yeah, and I, I, I think Zach's videos are hysterical. Yeah, and he's got yeah he, he's got and he's got some running jokes in him, too, and it's... Uh, yeah, he's got that sense of humor that I really... Zach's, like. Zach's the guy that I watched on YouTube and planted the confidence in me that I can do this. Right. You know that, what I mean? Is that a stab at Zach, or is that... A- no, no, no. It's a, it's an absolute compliment to yeah. him. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, there, there was some. There was a lot of other successful YouTubers out there, and, and Welker's being one of them. I'm like, man, man, there ain't no way I'm gonna be able to pull off that editing. Right. Or the, you know, and, and Welker's are the opposite of Zach. They spend hours and hours and hours oh, filming. Yeah. yeah. With multiple cameras. With multiple cameras. Uh, you did miss the drone. Uh, da, 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 drone. You didn't cover the drones. The drones. You want to talk about the drones? Well, let, let's just let's let's group this into uh, a, a quick little group of, of multiple cameras and multiple camera shots. Mm-hmm. So, the one time that my 15 minutes longer than a video don't apply is whenever we're doing something super cool where I think it warrants a second camera. Right. That's where your time window goes out the uh, goes out the just goes. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of YouTubers, Captain Kleeman went down this route for a while. He was setting up two or three cameras for everything. And I'm like, boy, you got more time than I do. Yep. Oh, but it makes an awesome video. And if Kleeman was sitting here, I think he would tell you, yeah, that didn't last as long as he didn't yep. have the time to deal with it. 
So, you know, some videos, you know, where you got one chance to get the shot, whether it's destroying a house or falling a tree down or pulling a stuck truck out, you end up with multiple different cameras out there. Rarely is it more than three for me. Right. Uh, And usually you do the big hand clap time stamp so you can sync them all together. And if anybody's familiar with video editing, you've got video line one, video line two, video line three. You can line them all up and you just pick and choose which camera you want to play. Um, But the drone, guys, drones suck. And this is why. Completely new dynamic. Yeah. I mean, don't go, especially if you're just starting a channel, don't go rushing out to get a drone because. Drone footage has no audio. No, and, and if well, and I, it, it, some drones do have audio, and not it usable, like this, not usable audio. So if you use, if you get drone footage, unless you're just this amazing drone pilot, which I am not, you're you're cutting and clipping a whole lot, trying to find some smooth parts out of the drone yeah. footage, and then you have to put music with it. You have to voice it over. You have to have a, a camera on the ground with audio. And you have to match it up with a drone flying around, which is not as easy as, no. you know, you can't do the hand clap thing because the drone didn't hear that. So then exactly. you're out there doing a big wave thing or something to where you got a visual mark to line audio which up. Which is very difficult to do. It is. Uh, so drones add a whole new element of uh, time consumption. They also add a whole new element of a comma in your budget. Yes. Yeah. A, a good drone... To do YouTube stuff, you're looking to spend what? Eight hundred to twelve hundred. Yeah, I was gonna say seven hundred to to twelve hundred. Yeah, but pretty much the same number right. there. Um, now they they do add a cool element. Oh yeah. And um, I, I know I've got a drone, and if you guys, I don't, if you guys notice that, uh, it probably makes every twentieth video. Yeah. I'll have a drone shot in it. I hardly ever fly mine. Well, you know that, but um, I've got a couple videos that come to mind that I do. I am very glad that I used a drone on them. Uh, I think the one, the second video of you doing my side yard, mm-hmm. the entrance scene, I really, I like how that came right. out. Um, but thinking back at a lot of other videos that have had the drone in it, I probably would have been fine without it. The, the, the video would have been just as good without it. Yeah. And, and sometimes if it's not used properly, it almost takes away from it. Like if, you're, Absolutely. if your flying's horrible, yeah. uh, if, you're, if you don't have any good music or voiceover or audio to go with it, yeah. it's horrible. You're just better off not doing it. So if you're listening to this and thinking about starting a YouTube channel, put drone right below Adobe Premiere or, or Adobe Elements on the yeah. list. Because I mean, unless you have a YouTube channel based around some kind of thing a drone good is point. for, good point. fine, whatever. But you're probably not listening to this podcast for that. Yeah. I so think the, the biggest point that I think you're looking to drive home and I agree with, if you are listening to this right now on your iPhone or your Android, whatever, you can go out and make a YouTube video. There's nothing stopping yep. you from starting a channel. You know, my wife has a YouTube channel. Yeah. She probably has 40 videos up. Mm-hmm. She, she wouldn't even know how to turn on a GoPro. Wouldn't have the first clue how to turn on a GoPro. I think you should give this channel a little bit more credit. No, I'm not, because she won't know how to turn on a GoPro. I promise you. And I, I'm not knocking her. Right. Period. She wouldn't know how to put a battery in one. She wouldn't know how to put an SD card in one. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't know how to download it to her phone. That I would probably agree with you. Um, I mean, I could show her how to push the button and turn it on, yeah. but that don't mean she could maybe make I mean, a video with it, but... She's got forty videos on her channel. She's doing, she's doing well. Yeah, uh, with, an, with an iPhone. 
Aaron Boom, man behind the scenes. You yeah. know, he first, Cleman, whenever he first, I bet you Cleman's first 15, 20 videos are all done with his phone. Right. Uh, you know, eventually we graduated to GoPros after we kind of figured it out. But you don't don't start off at the top. Just kind of dabble your feet into it and figure it out as you go. Yeah, because it's also, it's really frustrating to go out and spend all that money and then have the thing flop. Right, um, right. And if you if you have this monetary number hanging over your head, you feel the pressure. Yeah, you're gonna you're going to immediately want some kind of a return. Right, and you need to understand that it's just that's not how it works. It's not realistic. Yeah, yeah. So you know, the, just to wrap things up here, the whole point of this podcast is 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 don't get in skirt discouraged by some of the stuff you see or some of the stuff you hear. Um, I find it to be much simpler than what I was led on to believe that it is. Yeah. Uh, and the more I do it, the, the simpler it gets for me. Yeah. I mean, my videos, I feel like I continue to ramp up my editing game, but I also find myself continuing to decrease the time I spend editing. Right. And I would, I would say that um, everything that you've learned, you've been kind enough to share with me, and I've adapted all of it too. I mean, I didn't know... I never thought the way I never thought of it the way that you're thinking of it in the beginning, you know. And maybe I would have stuck with it a little better. No, just just uh, you never thought of it the way I thought of it in the beginning. My question is, is that's because of the research and and the way you were led to believe it should work? Um, some of it, yeah. I think another part of it is I I um I enjoy playing with different technology. Right. So I, I, you know, I enjoyed the excuse to go out and get a, a camera or something like that. Um, and then I, I kind of learned that you, I had to separate that hobby from the objective of just making a video right? kind of thing. And I would say that the, the, like the handle thing was a pretty big game changer. Um, once, once I started to get into that and yep. then going to the iPad for editing. Yeah, because before I had the handle... I was. I just had a GoPro on a magnet, and I was holding right. the magnet, and the and the sound noise came through, and I yeah. could fit it in my pocket though. Yeah. Well, you could fit that in your pocket. Yeah. Too. And 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 the the handle. I mean, all of us use it now. I, yeah. And I get questions about it all the time. I and, used to have it linked in my video descriptions. Um. And and honestly, we probably need to give the Welkers a little bit of credit on that. Absolutely. That, that was uh, kind of where it. where it come from. Yeah. We've adapted it a little bit for our needs but that's where the 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 first idea and, and those guys are uh, i know we gave them a little bit of a hard time for their high quality of editing and the time they spent filming but i they, don't think it's necessarily giving them a hard time it's just not the nature of this particular episode right but them guys and they've got a few videos on they're also pretty inventive on their camera gear and making themselves oh, yeah. efficient absolutely they i mean they've they've got it down to a science yeah you know and they and they've been been doing it for a good while so yeah but as always, guys, I encourage anybody to start a podcast or uh, a YouTube channel. Yeah, start a podcast too if you want. And it, it's, I mean, all you got to have is a, an email address and an iPhone. Or and, an Android. And an, or an Android, a yeah. phone. Yeah, and, and, and you're off to the races. Um, and it's free. If there's something else that we missed that you guys would like for us to maybe cover a little more in depth in the future, let us know. But uh it it is does not have to be as time consuming or in depth as what uh, I was led on to believe or what you think it may yeah. be. And it, like I said, if you are listening to this right now, chances are you have everything you need. Yep. Just put this down and go out and make a video. Sign up for YouTube and post it. 
speaking of that, I need to get back to work and go make a video. So we're done? <laughs> you got anything else you'd like to add, sir? Not particularly, no. I no. mean, it's... Um, it's good to be back. Yeah, I'm glad to have you back. I hope all of our new equipment works. We're, we're This is proof that we're still learning yeah. about how uh, all this podcast stuff works. And, and we didn't start off with all the newest and fanciest and latest and greatest stuff. No, no. We, um, we approached the podcast, the Dirt Perfect strategy here. And I'm very happy that we did, I will say. Um, it's still to be determined whether this one's going to be successful or not. But Yeah, uh, I mean, it, we're sticking to our goal, which I honestly don't quite remember what it was, but it had something to do with the year. And uh, I think we're getting some good traction. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully you guys are joining us. Let us, let us know below, and thanks for listening, and we'll uh, catch them on the next one. Yeah, we have no idea what number it is. So. <laughs> Until next time. Until next time. <laughs> What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.